Okay, so if you've joined us, that means that you have decided that you would like to try this on your own instead of hiring a creative consultant. And also, if you want to go through the first three steps on your own, you can always bring in a creative consultant at any point during this process. So, Elle, tell us a little bit about why these two steps have two different roles. Well, you know, we really believe in collaboration. That's a key part of creativity. And also, I recently heard someone say this, and it's my favorite quote ever, and I'm applying it to everything. And it's, if you never do anything alone, you never have to do anything alone. And I think a huge problem that I often see in churches and different organizations is someone has an idea, they want to run with it, and then they get really tired because they're the only one carrying the program forward. So we want to start out this whole process and really impress, do not do this alone. And so you want to kind of gather together a team of people to help you. And we're going to start by identifying who's going to lead each step. So what we want to do is you're going to be finding these people to help you lead from your church community. And step one, you're going to be looking for an expert listener. Step two and step three, the expert listener will be involved, but they won't be leading the sessions. The expert creative facilitator will be leading that. So we're going to tell you a little bit about how to identify the expert listener. Connor, you're one of the best listeners that I know. What should everyone be looking for to identify who their expert listener in their community is? Yeah, I think everybody probably knows some of the people in your community who listen the best. You, you think, who do I tell something that, or who do I talk to when I really need someone to like listen to me well? They have a lot of compassion. They have empathy. They also ask good questions. They're also really willing to take the time and be present with you and not be on their phone or, you know, be distracted. They're always very, very focused on you. They give you good eye contact. You know, they're always, they're the person that you can trust will be there. You also, I really like how you said something about asking good questions. I always think about it this way of if I'm talking to someone and they're telling me their story and then at the end of it, they say, wow, I've never really told anyone or I've never really thought about it that way or I've never spoken about this that way. Then to me, I'm like, oh, I'm asking the right questions to get them to think and to speak and to tell me stories in different ways. So you're looking for someone who's not only good and trustworthy and all the things that Connor mentioned that make someone a good listener and an active listener, but also someone who is willing to ask the questions to get to a deeper answer. Yeah. And something that's important about who this person is, and that might be a little challenging uh, from coming from Methodist perspective too, is that we actually are encouraging you not to elect your pastor to be the expert listener in this step. And L, why is that? Why don't we want the pastor to be the main person chosen for this step? Yeah, in my experience working with a church, this question came up immediately of like, should the pastor be involved in the listening sessions? And the pastor was really great and was like, hey, I'm a great listener. I love listening. But what we realized is you really want to get to the heart of what's going on in the church community. And sometimes members of the community don't feel comfortable sharing what they're thinking when the pastor's there. That's not necessarily because they don't trust the pastor or because they want to criticize the pastor. What I actually found in several experiences is because the problems they were coming up with or the solutions they were coming up with would impact the pastor's salary or whether or not they could have a full-time pastor or perhaps where the pastor lived. And so we want to make sure that there's freedom to speak as creatively, 
and as wide ranging or even as critically as people need to without feeling like they have to worry about how it's impacting the pastor to hear it. So the pastor will get this information later, but we just want to create an environment um, where everyone feels brave to speak about what they're thinking. And and something that I really love about not necessarily having the pastor lead this step is that you're literally going to have a layperson leading from the back who may not normally be a leader in your congregation. We're really trying to empower someone who listens the best to be the one that is starting this whole process because this design thinking process is all about listening at the beginning. And that's so that we can hear all the people's perspectives, really try to get the best understanding of what's at stake, what are the problems, like what's really going on here. And also you're looking for someone who may not, like you're saying, may not normally stand out as one of your leaders because they're better at listening than they are at speaking. Um, They're not always up at front, but also you're looking for someone who knows who's not speaking, right? So your expert listener is not just good at asking questions, not just trustworthy, but is also really good at looking around and saying, Hey, wait a second, whose perspective are we not listening to? So that's your first task is identify who the expert listener in your community is, um, and then ask them to lead step one. Okay, so who is expert creative facilitator? So we put on here that you can identify two or three people total, you really just need one expert listener. However, we love collaboration. So if there's a couple people that want to do it together, that's great. But also the same thing with the expert creative facilitator, they're going to be facilitating step two and three, which will happen over a full or two half day retreats. So for this, the expert listener will be attending the retreats because they will have been the one that listened to everyone and has recorded all the information. So there'll be several times during the retreat where you might have a question or something might come up and you might look to your expert listener and say, hey, what what did you hear about that? We noticed you didn't write anything down about this, but did you hear anyone mention this issue? And they've really been holding all that knowledge. So they will be really helpful. However, they won't be leading that. The leaders will be the expert creative facilitator. So what kind of person should you be looking for, Connor, in your church community when you're looking for an expert creative facilitator? Yeah. So for the expert creative facilitator, you also want someone that is able to listen in a context, like right in the moment. They're really good at listening, getting people engaged, but it's like a different type of listening. They're the ones that are able to take an idea and throw it to somebody else and say like, what do you think about that? And they're really good at making ideas come up. And so you might know people in your congregation who are really excitable, maybe have really great ideas, but are also really good at inspiring people to look at their imagination in a different way. And they're able to explore and expand the conversations that they're in. Yeah. So when you're looking for the expert creative facilitator, you can start by thinking about a facilitator and think, is there anyone in my community who has expertise, has a background, has skills as a facilitator? They've led groups before. They've worked in their own job as a facilitator. That person that's really good at getting people talking, also keeping people on track, on time. But we don't want you to just find the best facilitator because we're looking for a creative facilitator. We don't necessarily want that person keeping everyone on track. So you want to combine all of these things together and think who has experience facilitating, but is also pretty creative and is pretty good at saying, hey, we're on track, but I think we need to stop and do something really different right now. How about that person over there who hasn't said anything? Or how about that really wild and crazy idea that this person said, I know you all want to write it off, but let's explore it a little bit. So you're looking for someone who has good facilitation skills, but is also a bit of an outside of the box thinker. 
Yeah, so El, I know that in steps two and three, we do bring the pastor back in. Can the pastor be the expert creative facilitator? Definitely. If you have identified your pastor as the best creative facilitator that you have, that's awesome. Or if the pastor just wants to participate and be a part of the community, that's great too. We're really trusting you to identify the person that is the most creative facilitator in your community. And we very intentionally use the word expert, and we would really encourage you to use the word expert when you refer to them. Because when you're trying to make decisions on how to move forward with this guide, we want you to refer back to the person that you selected because they probably will have some really great insight on how to do this. So great. Once you've picked out your expert listener and your expert creative facilitator, this would be a great time to bring them into this process and for all of you to read through the entire guide and listen to all of the audio tracks, not just the part for your section. So you have a good idea of what's going to happen through the whole process.